This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey everyone, welcome to part two of our sit down with Cedric Martinez. And if you haven't heard part one, check it out. We talk all about the celebrities that Cedric ran into both in London and in Beverly Hills. We talk about some of the women from the show and of course his relationships with Lance Bass and Lisa. Check that out. And now part two, what about Lisa? Okay, I'm gonna be 100% honest. I do not know if Lisa had any affairs, like physical, full-on uh, uh, affairs, but I know that she had a thing with a captain in the yacht because she told me, you know? Um, and also, Ken got really jealous of his captain on the yacht uh, before they sold it, and, and I will always remember the, uh, Lisa telling me, oh, Andre, that's the name of the captain, you know? He kissed me, I didn't want to, but he kissed me with such passion and things, and, I haven't felt in years, and I'm like, oh my God, bro, you need to get out more. But, um, so, four facts, this is all I know about Lisa. So I don't know if she's had full-on actual affairs, and I'm not gonna stand here to say that she did, because that would be a complete lie on my part. But I know that she had a snug or two with the captain. Fuck, I would have done it too, he was hot. <laughs> I mean, I dare anyone to say no to that captain. He was just like, Eastern European, just muscles everywhere, and just like, you know, that kind of like, Liam Neeson kind of look with a nose like that and he just like with hands like this so you're like I think I might be drowning tonight <laughs> where was this like what what country what yacht like Monaco uh, the yacht was called um, I forget Pole Star or the North Star I think it was called Pole Star I'm not sure I, I have to look my memory is not as good as it used to but it was in Monaco but and this is what she admitted to me, right? So bear in mind that Kane was away a lot. I, you know, I was not, I, I, I spent two weeks holiday in a year on the yacht once, once, okay? So it's not like it happened every year, or like every, so like I said, I'm not gonna say that she did, you know, did an affair because I don't know, but I'm not gonna say, I, ca I can't say 100% for sure that she never did. You know what I mean? So. Well that, that's something she has to own up to, and there's, you know, and that's also her business. Right. I mean, but she told you she kissed him, and you would have done the same thing because you're saying he was hot. He was, I mean, he's wearing his white outfit, man in uniform, a captain of a yacht. Would you have said no? I don't think so. I don't think so. Were <laughs> you on the, no, I'm like, I don't think so. Were you on the yacht with her when this, like, were you there? I mean, not, not that you saw it, but were, were you on, were you in Monaco at that time? It, it was in Monaco, yeah. It was in Monaco. We were having um, a drinks, went to this fancy bars, you know, these, they, they were so generous, I have to say. They used to take me to all those nice places and, uh, but then Lisa, Ken would disappear, so I would always end up with Lisa alone. So we'd dance and we'd just drink, you know, and then, you know, the tongue will become a bit loose and she would say, say things and I'm like, oh my God, mother, please don't, but do tell me more, you know? Um, but I thought it was harmless, you know? I'm like, I get it, Ken is not there. You've been married for a hundred years. Um, you've got everything, money, 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 but you're lacking, what I'm lacking is someone to love you. Someone to love you, 
the one to hold you. You know what I mean? Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what. Um, it doesn't. It really doesn't matter how much how much you have. You know, there's. I think there's this disease today in society, like um, like it's like it's like um, like a holding disease where the top percent feel they have to accumulate everything, money, power, people, jobs, industries. Right. The one thing they don't is love. It goes for people after people, marriage after marriage, you know. And that's the one thing they can't they can't have. And again, those like people like Ken Lisa, they have that disease of you know they're holding things, people, friendships that's useful now, and bam, and get this, and you know, companies and more money. But right deep down, we're all the same. It's like that means nothing. Yes, you can pay your bill. Yes, you can have a fantastic trip. But if you don't have someone to hold your hands and give you a little kiss there and you feel those shivers or someone that looks in the eyes and says nothing and you're like, oh, shit, I think I just came. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what we want. That's what I want. You know, that's what I want. And I don't have that. I want someone, he can be as broke as he wants. I don't care. But someone that I look at and I just get shivers by looking at him, I just think I could just die right now. I'll be the happiest man. You know, that's what, that's what I was looking in them, not in a sexual way, but that, that family, that emotion, and that, that safety that I never had. I thought I had that with them, and then they just went like that, whoosh, with the carpet on national TV. Trust me, that hurt. I could see that hurting. And, well, you were also looking for that with Mr. Lance Bass. You dated him for a minute. Yes, of course, but that, he came way before the show. Okay, He came in the first six months I was there, uh, and I met him through my friend Oliver. Um, and so I'm going to introduce you to the perfect guy you're going to get on well, really well. Like, okay. So he comes to Villa Blanca and Lance is sitting there. I had no idea who he was. Well, when I first saw him, I thought, my God, your head is big. And you have short little arms. That's my first thought. I was like, ooh, you know. And like, anyway, I was my charming self. Hi, how are you? Do you want a drink? Blah, 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 blah. So then they wait for me to finish my shift and we go for drinks. And then something happened. The way he talks, his accent and his manliness and his self-confidence, I was like, yeah, I think, you know, and on the first, on the first, first day, we, when we drove him back to his house because it was a good case and, you know, he had his hand all over me. I'm like, no, oh, I love that. Yes, that's good. You're a good boy. You know, I'm like, I'm all for playing coy, but that should last for two hours. After that, your hands better be down there. Otherwise, I'm not interested. And he just ticked all the boxes. He, it was quite amazing. It was kind of like a, I was in Beverly Hills, fresh from London. I was fresh meat on the market. Um, it was beautiful. I had a great job with people that I loved. I met this wonderful guy. I was thinking, it can't get better. And did Lisa, because I mean, did Lisa, when you were, so well, why did you break up with Lance? Like, what happened with that? So, so um, how it started, I know this is his big, uh, at the moment, um, and it, it's been going on for a while, this big, uh, conspiracy that some people say Lisa sells stories she says she, she says she doesn't it's all a lie no it's true no she said he says okay let's set the record straight here for a minute I know for a fact that she sold stories because I would have every time there was a celebrity at the shadow lounge whatever call me and I would do this bam in the press so the, and it's it's smart business right when you got a new business at the restaurant it's smart so you tell the celebrity don't worry you'll be safe here we're very discreet. Yeah, right. So, Villa Blanca was the same, okay? It was a new restaurant. They spent a lot of money. They had to remortgage their house twice to keep that restaurant afloat. So, it was vital, right, 
but they get good publicity. The food wasn't that great, to be, if I'm really completely honest, it wasn't special. Um, but then I started dating Lance Bass. And then one day I'm having lunch with Lisa, like, you know, so I'm working and then she's like, Cedric, let's have lunch. I'm like, sure, I'll just, just drop everything, shall I? So I'm sitting with her having lunch. Um, this is lunch, so it's busy. Then the phone rings, right? She's on the phone, like her cell phone. Then the phone rings. And she does something that's really out of character for Lisa. She gets up, answers the phone at the reception, right? And I'm like, wow, now I have seen everything, right? So <laughs> it's just, you know, Cedric, it's for you. Well, me, right? I'm, I just arrived to the States. You know, this is maybe three months in. I can't remember. Well, how weird. So I go to the telephone. Now, any normal person, right? You go to, someone hands you the receiver. You walk away, right? If you get a phone call, if I say, oh, it's for you. I, I'm not going to be like. I'm like, you'd be like, uh, can you fuck off, Cedric? Right? Yeah. So I thought. I thought it was a bit strange, right? Can you hear me, right? Yeah. I, I, I thought it was a bit strange. So, but hi, is this Cedric? I'm like, yes. Hi, this is Mel Melanie Bromley from Us Weekly. Who? Melanie, Us Weekly. What's that? Uh, me, I don't know. It's a magazine. They say, are you Lance's best boyfriend? I'm like, who's this again? And she, Lisa is still there, right? Like literally two meters away from me. You know, like, like social distances before it was a thing. She was there two meters away from me. I'm like, what? She's still hovering around. Um, I'm like, uh, who is this? This is Melanie Bromley. I'm the chief editor of something of the Us Weekly magazine. Are you dating Lance Bass? I'm like, yes. So, uh, are you aware that he has an 18-year-old Cuban boyfriend in Miami? I said, like, what? And I'm like, so, I'm like, who's this again? <laughs> I'm like, so shocked. And then I just put the phone down. And she's like, What's that, darling? You know, like she does on that TV. All the little feathers. What's that, darling? And that tell her the stories. I'm like, oh my God. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority. And I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. So then I'm like me on my phone, showing, you know, telling um, Lance what happened itself that there's bullshit, I'm in the press. So okay, fine, <coughs> excuse me, I'll believe him. So, but it turns out that it was true. He was seeing like half the world. Um, but then, you know, I broke it off with him. I was like, I, I don't think it's going to work out. And she was like, no, 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 no. This is exactly what you, you need. You need someone like Lance. You need to marry him. You need to lock him down. I'm like, are you, 
you know, I mean, no, like, you know, it's a fact. And this is like weeks after that I knew he was cheating on me. I had Jennifer Stallone uh, telling me stay away from him. I had all the celebrity friends all of a sudden, like Tori Jackson, like, I'm a nobody, but all of a sudden, you know, because they kept coming to restaurants and people are drawn to me. And me, when I meet them, I'm like, hey. So, you know, I became close to some of those people as I stay away because they, they're from the industry, so they knew. Uh, I did listen. So we saw each other for on and off for a year. But she, 100%, 100%, she got in touch with Melanie Bromley because they had this deal. So once she's like, I found that so hurtful that you would believe that about me. I'm like, oh, bitch, you're a great actress, but not that great of an actress. Did she yeah. ever admit to you, like, I'm, I sell stories? Of course. We, we used to do it together. I, I was like, if I did a celebrity, she, I, oh, my God, look. I just remembered Halle Berry came in, right? Halle Berry, right? Ghost actress. We all love her. She's sitting. Have you been, do you know Villa Blanca, the layout? Yeah. Right. So when you walk in, on the left, so on the left, there's, there's those big round tables, and you had that um, middle alleyway, yeah, with like four or five tables. I can't remember, but tables of twos, yes? Halle Berry is there sitting with someone else, I don't know. And then they said, like, what is she doing? I don't know. I said, just go over, go over, go over, go over and see what she's eating. Because that would, you know, we can tell the president, you know, I can tell that. I'm like, so me, like a fucking idiot that I was, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, but I'm at the door, right? So I have nothing to do with food, taking orders. And all of a sudden, I'm like, Hi, are you all right? Do you need anything else? And I'm like, like looking at the plate, like making like a mental picture of what she's eating. And then reporting back to Lisa. So it is 100% true that she was doing that. It is 100% false that she's saying that she's not. It's a lie. I know she's not. You know, now she's like acting a victim. She's done it with the housewife. She was pushing everyone under the bus. She was finding dirt on every single housewife if she could because she's a natural born producer. She was a star of that show. And she was a driving force behind, you know, the Real Housewives of Beverly for a long time. You know? so. My hat to her. How was Halle Berry? Good tipper and anything? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, she was like, you know, aren't you supposed to be answering the phone? Like, what do you care what I mean? She didn't say that. She was very nice and she was gorgeous. Um, I believe Blanca had... <laughs> James Bond came in. James Bond, Pierce Brosnan. He comes in, right? So when the celebrity came, I had to serve them poor thing. So I go to him and I don't know why, I'm not really a star truck, but I wasn't, I wasn't thinking straight, right? So I go to him and he's by himself read, reading the, um, the menu. It is. I said, hi, are you ready to order? He said, yes, I have the, um, what do you say? The spaghetti bolognese. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, sir, but I don't think we have that wine on the list. I thought, I said the spaghetti bolognese and me doubling down. I don't know why I was thinking we don't have that wine. It's pasta. Oh, yes, 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 of course. I was so mortified. Like, oh, James Bond comes in. I know now he will never save me. I'll be the first one to die if there's an attack. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. When you were with Lance 
did he, like, did he used to talk to, because you said you didn't know who he was, did he used to talk, eventually you figured, I mean, you knew who he was, like, once you started dating. Did he talk about sync? Like, would he talk about the guys? Uh, not, not a lot. He just said that, you know, they were not close. Um, the only person that kept coming up within the conversation was uh, Justin Timberlake. I think he, he was, I don't know what the situation is now, but uh, I think at the time, Lance felt a bit burnt and disappointed that, that the friendship had kind of fizzled out or something, you know. So I, I think that Lance felt that, you know, uh, Justin had uh, the big head and, you know, he thought he was a star. And so there was a, um, a hint of bitterness. But hey, I mean, I, I would have been maybe feeling the same. Do you know what I mean? If um, you were in this big, Big boy band. And I just recently saw this uh, documentary on how they started, right? So, and they got fucked over by this guy. So they really struggled. So, you know, kudos to them. So I understand how maybe, you know, when one guy started making more money, you know, it's, um, you know, and I, I had my boy band days as well. I was signed with Warner Brothers in Germany and I can't fucking sing. Um, and I got fucked over for my little advance. I remember another band member stole it. My story of my life, seriously. Me, show business, and contract. Can somebody help me? Stay away. It's not so, <laughs> so yeah, I think it, there was a bit of a, uh, what's the word, animosity there. Did he talk about Justin a lot? Not a lot, because I would be like, I'm a, I mean, I'm like, go fuck him then. You know, <laughs> like, I said, so Justin, I'm like, okay, can we please stop with Justin? It wasn't like that. But when I asked him, because, you know, we, started, we, we knew each other, you know, we said, you know, you're my boyfriend, now I'm going to ask you questions about your life. So, but Justin kept coming up, you know, more than other members, because in fact, I don't know the name of the other guys. <laughs> I just know Lance and Justin and the backing dancers. So the other guys, I have no idea who they are. But, um, so something must have happened. He never went into the details, but I knew that he, you know, he did not like the fact that Justin was acting and seemed to be doing everything. And, um, you know, and Lance was trying to, restart a career um and i remember you know at the time when when we heard we got confirmed for the show uh, i said to him and he was he was starting to try to launch a, um, a jewelry company for men there were rings and stuff i don't know if he's done it now um and i said to him because i love you you know he was on and off and you know at that time he was steadier because i used to visit him in new york and he would come to la so you know we kind of found the balance after the whole like us weekly, he's fucking 18 year old, you know, me being me, I'm like, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you. And he was good in bed. I'm like, come on, you know, I can't overlook things. So it's fine. So we, we started seeing each other. Um, and I said, well, why don't you come on a show when we start filming? Um, you know, come on the show and you could promote your, you know, and I said, I would never, never do that. I would never be associated with the reality. Oh my God. I was like, all right, fucking now, why don't you speak your mind? Why don't you? You know, I, I was just trying to help. And lo and behold, he's best friend with Lisa. And he's always on Andy Cohen, who I met, who I went to his apartment with through Lars Bass. And when he says, I never met Cedric, I'm like, it's like listening to Trump. All those people, when they talk, it's like listening to Trump, who just comes out with fucking lies. I'm like, hello, I went to your flat in New York. I met you through Lars Bass, you know? And then you talk about my sex lives on some live thing. I was like, oh my God. And then Lance is saying, I will never do that. Well, you change your tune rapidly. So, uh, and now they're still friends, good for them. How was Andy when you met him, to you? I just thought he had big, crazy eyes. 
Like, I mean, on TV, they're like being crazy. When you see them in real, you just want to go like, I'm just going to hold that for you. You just keep talking, you know? Um, it was nice. It was nice. It was funny. You know, we, we didn't stay there a very long time. We did for an hour or two or something, and then we went away after dinner. But, um, you know, it was nice enough. I, did I, he I ever hit on you? Never, no. I, I, well, not in, not in front of Lance. No, I'm just kidding. He never did. How dare you, Andy Cohen? Why am I not good enough for you? Right. <laughs> and and with with Lance about Justin, you just feel like when it did come up, like it was more of like a bitterness and like Lance felt like Justin kind of. I, like I said, I, I don't know all the details, but I know that, you know, whenever I tried to say what was, so, you know, what's happened with Justin? So, you know, he's an idiot or there's something. And he, he kind of turned the conversation, but you can feel the energy and, you know, and the words it was using, they were, they were not on the best of terms. Uh, you know, I can't say, would you guys go back together on the band and stuff? Yeah, well, no, you know, not J Justin wouldn't do that. But. So it felt like his fortunes depended a lot on someone else. Oh, funny that. It's, it's almost as if now you can understand what situation I was when I depended so much on Ken and Lisa for, for the basic food and shelter. Yeah, so when, you know, everybody comes at me, but, you know, we're all in the same boat. Somebody has an upper hand on you and, you know, and, and if they have all the cards, it's not a nice place to be in, is it? Maybe that's what brought you and Lance together. You have that in common. Oh, I don't know, because I didn't know he was at the time. So what really brought me together is the fact that he was a great kisser. I love his accent, like from Mississippi, I think he is. And after a few drinks, he was so strong. I'm like... I was melting, and like I said, after three hours, his hands were down my pants. I mean, come on, you know, enough chit chat. All right, then, let's just get it on. No, and he was—he made me laugh. You know, for me, it's someone that has a wicked, wicked, wicked sense of humor. It's so important. He was funny. He's a funny, funny, funny man. You know, and he's caring. He was nice. He was, you know, yeah, I. The only bad thing that I would say about him is, you know, stop fucking around when you were with me and I'm lying about it because then it all came out. But, you know, I guess nobody's perfect. But, you know, apart from that little hiccup and this person, <laughs> little quirk and his personality, it was nice. It was generous. You know, I used to, you know, see a little flat in New York and take me to places. It took me to some ball thing. I remember we went to uh, some charity. Um, I forgot what it's called, some butterfly thing for it homeless people who you know who are helped to you know i forgot i would need to find the name but benning what's the name of the actress annie benning benning annette benning annette benning she's a head of this charity thing and she was there and everybody so it was our first time our first outing and i remember gang came to the house uh where, you know when i was lisa and i felt and i'm french so we don't do this in france um you know and also i had a scrape i started school when i was like 10, 11, and so I, you know, and then I finished by the time I was 16, so I had a very unusual education. So I missed the whole school experience, and we don't have that in France. The prom night, yes? So I, I will always remember that, you know, when, as, like I said to Lisa, Hoy invited me to this ball thing, like this charity thingy, and she was so excited. Oh my God, big deal. Like, let's, let's, get, let's get you suits, you know. All my clothes were like fucking top man and all that, right? So, but she really made an effort to make me look good. And, 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 I, and I felt like, she felt like my mummy. And I was like, it's my mother. And then Ken was like, like, Ken, 
go. We need cufflinks. Ken, try to bring some. Like, literally, it was like, this is an emergency. Cedric is going out with Lance. He's taking him out. And then Lance comes in, comes in the driveway. And I felt like the bell of the ball, you know? And he comes in, gives me a kiss. Oh, my God. I actually want to cry right now when I think this. That moment, that's was this, the perfect perfect relationship thingy that you know that we all want it's like this wonderful guy comes in and we have a wonderful time and and even the fact that we were not publicly out yet together didn't stop him he was affectionate and he was like well i guess not everybody knows you know and what a wonderful day it was for a good, a good cause sorry because i'm like homeless what i'm like i'm with my boyfriend you know <laughs> and i was like he's loving me but it was for a good cause, obviously. <laughs> and Lance was obviously out when the Us Weekly person called you and told you about the 18-year-old in Miami. He was already out, out by is, then, right? Out as in what? Out as like, in gay? Yeah. Did he call? I mean, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I see what I said, I guess, now is, is out, that we are together. Oh, no, okay. He, he, no, no, he yeah. was officially. He's been gay for, for a long time. I just kind of remember, like, when the announcement came, because I remember that. Well, tell us, okay, tell us something about Lisa and something about Lance that we don't know. Like, what would we be shocked to know, find out about Lisa and about Lance that we don't know? Um, um, listen, your guess is as good as mine because of what people must understand is after I left the show, I have, I, I, I'm still trying to work through season one. I'm on episode four, I think. So I don't know. I don't know. And I've never seen Vander Pump. I never... I don't get the news like you have, but because now of Instagram, I'm getting all the clippings and she's lost to Villa Blanca and she's being sued for sexual, or like the company is being sued for sexual harassment and this racism involved here. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, this is not going very well, my poor Lisa, what's happened? But as far as uh, their, their friendship, I don't know. And the few things that I saw right online, I always, from my experience now is, and I know it's never too late to learn, but I will, Take everything with pitch of salt. So if you have gossip, then you tell me because I don't know. Before we continue this conversation, I have to tell you guys about the best contact-free meal delivery service called EveryPlate. I've been spending so much time at home, just like I'm sure the rest of you have, and I really got to the point where I didn't know what to do for meals. Every plate has been such a lifesaver. The thing is, everything comes in one box. The recipes are so easy. You'll never have to buy any extra ingredients. You literally just open the box. Everything is there. It's already pre-measured, and the recipes are really easy. It's almost like every plate does the planning, the shopping, and the preparing for you. So you just open the box. You make a meal, and the thing is, the meals are so delicious, and there's such a variety, so you never kind of get sick of eating the same thing. I have to tell you, though, one of the best things about every plate is the price. I was very skeptical because some of these meal delivery services can get really expensive, but the price of a meal is the same as a cup of coffee. Like, think about that for a minute. And I mean, it certainly is cheaper than the takeout and delivery that I was ordering every single day. So I have to tell you, with the time that I've saved, I've been recording more behind the Velvet Rope shows for you all. And the money, I actually, I have to admit, I look at my bank account and I see more money there now. I really am saving money. So listen, you guys can get three weeks of EveryPlate meals for only $2.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering the code VELVET3. 
That's three weeks of every plate meals for only $2.99. I mean, that is so cheap per meal by going to everyplate.com. That's everyplate.com. And you enter the cold code velvet three and it's a three as in the number three i'm telling you guys this will save you so much time the meals are so easy to prepare and you are going to have more money in your bank account this really and after you try it dm me and let me know what you guys think a lifesaver are you now i mean i don't know are you shocked i mean and not even together i just figured like if there was something about lisa and uh, like you know that we don't know as like a well, the, the, the biggest thing is why she, you know, when she exposed my relationship to Melanie, just to, you know, expose, um, expose the restaurant without having a hint of consideration what it would do to me as a person, as somebody she cares about, as somebody she fed me and looked after all my life, if you listen to what she says, I think, how can you do that, you know? But like I said, your viewers and listeners must understand, I was not her first gay pet. Okay, and when I say gay pet, and because I know she's got another hottie running around these days with her, and before me in London, she's had other people that are like, ooh, you know, but they never had my story. I think the reason why I went further with him is because I was so genuine, I did not want to be advanced in my career. I was a door whore looking up, you know, making my little three, four hundred pounds a week. I was happy. I had a boyfriend at the time that she hated a dancer. Ah, you know, you can't go out with a dancer. You know, my life was great. And I had those people, that's, I had enough. I had my dogs. Life was perfect. Life was absolutely perfect. So I like the others who are after something. And I think that's why they all got kicked off kicked on the side. I was not Lisa's first pet and accessory, you know? And Lisa calling Melanie at Us Weekly to tell her that Lance was your boyfriend, what, that was just to get Villa Blanca in the press? A hundred percent. That was before the show. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Because then it's like, you know, last basket cheat. I mean, and there, there has been article about it. I will, you know, you can look, you can look it up. You know, Cedric, this works at, at this place, blah, blah, blah. He's breaking I'm breaking up the relationship between so-and-so or, or, you know, it's like, depending on who, who's writing the article, it's other, I'm the, 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 um, I broke the, their relationship with him and his boyfriend. Or he, you know what I mean? It's like they, there's always a spin so they can write more bullshit about me involved, which now I understand this is how the industry works. Yes. Mm hmm. What about, are you shocked to hear, you know, like you said, like Villa Bent and Blanca closed and now there's these other things. And I mean, are you shocked well, at all of this? I, I'm, I'm not shocked that Villa Blanca closed because, you know, we are in the middle of a pandemic. Even the fact that your president, your dear leader, thinks that it's all going to disappear and everything is great and all of that with his hands is bullshit. So I still don't understand why. I mean, I know it's closed because of the pandemic and it's, you know, it's a tricky time, although uh, things are reopening. It's same here in the UK and that worries me. But my understanding is that it was, it's also not reopening because of a sexual lawsuit against Villa Blanca. Is that right? Or am I, or am I just spreading falsehoods and alternative facts i don't know for sure either but this, this i'm like behind you, you, you see how easy it is villa blanca sexual harassment lisa van der Pump closed down oh and then you could just rearrange the words in whatever way you want and get a different you know narrative so this is why ken and lisa did so beautifully and cleverly in the reunion about me you know oh i would never say that about but you never worked we did so much 
or, you know what I mean? So, so I, you know, again, I don't know what's happened, but I know there's, there's sexual harassment and there's like some um, racist stuff coming from the other, the other pump something with other cast members. Um, so, you know, again, I don't read it because I don't have time for this and I don't really care to be honest, but it doesn't sound good for them. You know, and I know she got another show, so people that hate is like, well, at least she got another NBC show about dogs. I'm like, woof, woof, good for her. And it is good for her, you know? And then what? Does it change the fact that there's still problems under this, you know, underlying there? That there's still issues that need to be addressed? So what, so you just want to gloss it over with a new TV show? Okay, good. Did she ever talk to you about like Kyle, for instance? Like, I don't know if you knew like Lisa Rinna or like Denise Richards, like, any of these people? No, um, Denise, uh, Richard, never met. Uh, Lisa ran up. I think we ran into each other once, but she probably doesn't know who I am. Um, I just remember her big lips, and you know, I mean, she's beautiful. I'm like, oh my god, I want your lips right now. Seriously, ah, she's so gorgeous. Um, then, but with Kyle, yeah, I mean, you know, you have to understand the, 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 those friendships. Most of them were especially on from Lisa's side, is manufactured. She was not friends with any of them, no matter what they're saying, right? She barely knew them, barely knew them, you know? So again, I knew Paris Hilton before I've met Kyle and Kim through my friend Lady Victoria. So when they say, oh, you know, with Paris, said you want to have his picture taken, I'm like, oh, God, it's such bullshit. It really is such bullshit. But the fact is, she was not friends with any of them. And when so closer to like you know so i remember so what would happen is over so we, we audition for the show and then the year later everybody gets confirmed but so audition lisa was one of the last ones to be added to the to the mix so she would hear this one has been confirmed or that one has been confirmed and she's like oh, oh. immediately she went okay let's find out do, 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 do. google this like find out the dose so she was already creating files on people Right, because she, she, you know, she was like, I promise you, she rehearsed for that role her whole life. She's a natural born housewife. Do you know what I mean? She's yeah. it's 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 frightening because thank God she's not in charge of a country. But imagine, you know, like the what, the the power that she yielded over her small tiny world of you know TV shows. And every, I mean, let's let's be real. It's in grand schemes of things, it means shit, right? But she affected so many lives, even though it was that little bubble, you know, and I was one of the victims. And wow, wow. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, what would you say today if Lisa walked in? If you ran into Lisa right now? Well, like I always said, um, and people see, again, people with a bit more, um, I don't know, less mental capacity to understand or, or to understand the nuances of feelings and emotions and relationships. If Lisa came today right now, I, w I would hug her, kiss her, you know? And then I'd be like, let's fucking talk. Yeah, let's fucking talk. I'll be the first one. And, and, I've, and I've always said, if they called me or email me privately, hand on my heart, and I'm saying this to all of you, all the viewers and the listeners, if they came at me now to say, we want to set the record straight, is there any chance we can talk and that stands between us, head of my heart, it would. Because for me, I'm not out to get a TV show out of this. This is not what this is about. It's about me 
having a chance to defend myself. I thought we were in a, in a day and age where we don't stand for bullies. We don't stand for victims being silenced. And yet I get comments like that. So which one is it, snowflakes? You know, you got to tell me, right? So if they came here and they want to do this off camera, because I would insist too, I don't want to be, the, oh, because I want it to be real. I want their apology and let's just empty each other's bag on the table, put our cars there and let's talk about it. I'll be the first one. And I will be the first one to move on and to welcome them back in my life. Some people still would ask fucking stupid. They, no, it's not stupid. When I love someone, I love them. It doesn't mean that I would be, I, you know, I would be as gullible. It doesn't mean that I would 100% trust them, but it would mean that I'd be willing to let them back in my life because they meant a lot to me at a time in my life. You know, and I still have feelings toward, you know, for them when I think, and like nostalgia, you know, when I think about what we lived through, it's hard not to. And anyone that say, well, one, it's over, it's over. Well, I'm sorry, I'm not a fucking psychopath, you know? I'm still friends with my exes, apart from that one, I'm trying to run away from. Um, you know, um, this is who I am. This is who I am. And maybe it's a fault, maybe it's a big flaw, maybe I should not do that. But don't kill me, don't judge me, stop attacking me because, you know, I am built that way, it's, you know? And like, and like the wise person says, Lady Gaga, until it happens to you, motherfuckers, shut the fuck up, right? Until it happens to you, come back to me and then we can have a chat. That's true. I mean, you stay in touch with your friends, all your exes, except for Lance. Except, well, we've messaged, we've messaged a few times. Um, so, you know, it's not like, hi babes, how are you babes, what are you doing? No, it's not that, but you know, if I, if I send him a message like once a year, how are you, happy, happy new year, blah, blah, he replies. It's, it's that sort of relationship now. It's not uh, anything else. Even though, because, I mean, he refused to mention your name on Watch What Happens when he was on with yeah, that yeah. time. Yeah, but that's fine. I get it. Again, if I saw Lance here, I'd be like, ah, because this is who I am. You know, if it's away from the cameras, I get it. Now he's got a role to play. I get it. You know, because then it's like, well, if you're friends with Lisa, you can't be friends with Sarah. I understand that. It, it took me 10 years to get that, but I get it. So I don't hold that against him. Again, if Lance would come here, I'd probably sleep with him. So I know he's married. But, you know, it'd be like, he's an ex. And he was wonderful and he was nice. It, you know, I don't have a bad thing to say about, you know, on the, on the real side of Lance Bass, apart from that whole, you know, wandering dick. But apart from that, he's a great guy, you know? So if I saw him, of course. Again, I don't people say, oh, you hold a grudge. I don't. Holding a grudge is someone that will bitch, 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 bitch about somebody and given the chance to fix the problem, refuses. That is not me. If I have a problem with you, I, you know, and if I have a chance to, you, I will fix it. And then I will have a friendship with you. I've done this many times. I'm with my best friend that lives in Spain. Like, I lost him with it once, like last year. And I've, it, over 10 years of friendship, it never happened. It never raised my voice. But I lost it bad. Other people would have like, you know, so for like a week or two, we're like, oh, and then she came to my house and, you know, and it was awkward for a few minutes. And I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is how I felt at the time. This is how she felt. And gets but that's real. That's real life. That's his real friendship. You know, but when you have the cameras, now what they've done, they pigeon themselves, like they put themselves in the pigeon hole where they said all those horrible things. And not in a million years would it make sense to all their followers, right? How would you spin that? Why is he back in your life? Why did you forgive him? Well, the only way, the only reason why, because, well, actually, I lied. It wasn't true. Do you know what I mean? So it, that's why we never work. 
You know what right. I mean? What do you think of his current relationship with Michael? Do you think it's real? I mean, relationship. Who's Michael? Lance, Michael's husband. Oh, oh, I know. I know he got married. Okay, the last thing I know about Lance, he got married to some artist. Is this yes. him? Okay. Yes. Well, I mean, good. I mean, I know that I've been to um, parties with Lance Bass, but you know, it, it, it finished in an orgy, for instance. You know, so I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to say whose house, but um, you know. So, but again, I don't judge if you're in a relationship, and, and that's cool. Me, I was like, you know, we were in, we went in a room and like to just make out and stuff, and then someone else came in, and, like, and then there's a hand, and then things started happening. So it didn't go all the way, but he didn't seem to mind. And I was like, maybe we should go somewhere else, you know? Uh, at the time, I was a bit of a, not a prude, but I was new to that sort of thing. Like, you know? Now I'm such a professional with orgies. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you were just at people's houses with Lance, and it just turned into an orgy? It's not people's. It's one of his good friends uh, that would have great parties in L.A. Uh, that owns a very, very, very famous bar, which I will not name. Um, you know, and he was, um, yeah, you know, so you, you'd go there. There was boys everywhere, you know, tight asses everywhere, naked, in the, in the sort of upstairs. It was just like, wow. So, you know, when I first went with him, it was with, with Lance. I was like, oh my God, you know, I was like, but then when I wasn't with him, I became friends with the owner and I, you know, I'd go to those parties and have a lot of fun. And when you went with Lance and you were shy in the beginning, like you said, he just... Well, yeah, he was my, it was my boyfriend. I, you know, I was I, my boyfriend. I don't do those shenanigans. And, do you want a piece of that? No, you know. But then when that kind of happened, you know, I was uh, uncomfortable. I was, oh, you know, so like at first I kind of said nothing and people started to touching places and, and I got up. I'm like, you know what? Maybe we should go somewhere else. You know, I'm just not, you know, so... So that was that was the extent of our old, like group sex with other people. And like, Lance was involved in the group sex too. Like he was like, "Let's stay." Well, I mean, I was sitting on him. I mean, yes, <laughs> he was there. I was on top of him. So you know, so he was definitely involved. But then I was like, you know, okay, up, oh, sorry guys, it's a wrap. I'm not doing that. Sorry, I can't do it. So you know, nothing really heavy happened, but it just made me realize that this is something. That might, you know, interest him more than it interested me, and then it kind of reinforced the fact that, you know, everything that people say that be careful with Lance. Okay, maybe there's some truth to it, you know. I mean, not again. Let me say, not that there's anything wrong with loving sex party. Listen, I've had my share of fun. I'm not gonna lie, but when you come into something from a relationship kind of view, and you know, this is new, and I love them. Yeah, uh, maybe, you know, maybe the FDA should just start sticking labels on people, you know? Careful, likes orgies! <laughs> Did he get mad at you when you used to want to leave and leave these orgies? Was he like... No, 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 he didn't. He, he was um, very understanding. I'm going to light another cigarette, if you don't mind. We're talking about sex, I'm like... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm like, I mean... <laughs> I'm not, you really get in, like... Like, you know, so I'm going to start getting aggressive. I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on here? This I'm was like, a ruse. This was a ruse. We're going to end up naked. Right. I'm like, okay, you know, interesting. Okay. So. Okay. On the, on the last, last subject, I will say one thing. And you can't ask me what it is. But 
And I will take that as a compliment. He said to me, Cedric, you've done things to me that no one's ever been done before. So that left me a bit perplexed. I'm like, we're gay. There's so much we can do to one another. So I'm really, I'm like, who are the kids you're sleeping with? Clearly, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> and I can't ask you what it is? No, I thought this is, you know, a girl never tells. That's true. Mm-hmm. A girl never tells. A girl never tells. Um, so when, well, you said if you text him, despite the fact that he said, on watch what happens, you know, we don't mention the C word, meaning Cedric. You said that if you text I him, think he, he meant, I think he meant, he meant cunt, didn't he? We're not really cunt. I think he was referring to Lisa, but it was me. I made it sure. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. I've been, I, I was being facetious there. Sorry. I yeah, was we like, don't, what? Yeah, we don't mention the C word, but then what did Lisa say? Oh, yes, please do. Oh, really, Lisa? Why is that? Oh, why all of a sudden you want to bring me back in the mix? Did you hear her answer when she said, yes, please do? And then he didn't. And I thought, how funny. You, you know, like, what is it? The storylines are drying up? What is it? All the scandals are getting too much? When, when did you last speak to Lance? Because you say that he emails you back. We don't speak, huh? We, we email. I think it was earlier, I think it was around Christmas time. I sent a message last Christmas. Um, I have to test my record, not that, that really important, but I think it's about that time. Um, happy, uh, Merry Christmas, I hope you're well, hope everything's okay. And, you know, and I got a little few, few lines of responses and that was it. And, message you know but again if he came if i saw him i'd be you know like yet like yesterday for instance i was with my crazy ex i don't know if you guys have followed the story is you know my crazy ex which is like putting my life in danger and so he lost the keys of the scooter i had to pick him up to rescue him and we're driving and it's sunny and then i see this guy on a bicycle top place like i'm like oh my god who's that and then and then i stopped and said oh my god james <laughs> and that was one of my ex over 20 years ago. Again, if I see someone that I had a, a, like a good time with, you know, unless you stab me in the eyeball, I will speak to them. You know, this is who I am. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't hold grudges. I don't know how to. If I have a chance to speak to people, and I will always set the record straight. And, and then we'll wrap up in a few minutes. Mind you, I could talk to you for like hours. I Babe, so- I can, it, it's Sunday for me. I can make lunch and we can have lunch together. You can have breakfast. Seriously, like you were going to have to do a part two to this because I have, here's the thing. The more I talk to you, the more questions I have. Good. That's, I'm glad. I'm glad. I have so and like many. I, and, like, and like I said to you, I literally have nothing to lie, uh, nothing to hide um, or to lie about, right? Um, I'm happy to discuss anything um, that's relevant to the situation that I was in. Um, like some people asking me things. Uh, is Ken and Isai arms dealing? Are they taking drugs? First of all, it's none of your fucking business. It's none of my business. And I will not help. I will not do what Ken and Isai did, spread, spread malicious falsehood just to be in the press. This is not what it's all about. So anything, you want to know something about what happened or what happened to me or how I got myself in that situation, guys, you know, like anything that involved me with my sex life and this and everything that I went through because this is a first-hand um, you know, story, then I'm happy to, but I would not lie purposely by Ken and Lisa just to get back at them because I am not vindictive. It's just not what this is about. That Well, that's good. I mean, that's why I wanted to sit down with you because I want to hear it directly from your... Well, I, I hope, I hope, you know, again, you can't win everyone. 
Okay, I mean, you know, when you when you when you think that how many sixty percent or forty percent of America voted for Trump, I mean, come on. So I can't. I, I will not convert everyone to Team Cedric. I get that and I accept it. I just hope that this interview, part one, has come across as genuine. You know, and I, you know, I was really open. And like I said, I actually really enjoy, I enjoy talking. People say, why are you doing this? I enjoy. I think I never had the chance. It's very therapeutic for me as well. And it's free. I don't have to pay a therapist. Thanks, David. Seriously. I mean, honestly, people have told me that. They're like, now I feel better. We're going to have to do this again this week because like, seriously, I didn't even get to yeah. half of these things that I need to ask you about. Okay. I'm here whenever I'm here whenever you need me, David. Little, we'll like set it up for this week. Okay, I'll like great. DM you and we'll discuss. Um, where can everybody find you online? Online? Do you mean like Instagram? Instagram is that the my best Insta place? Yeah, I, I, my Facebook is private and I keep it that way. So I've only got 160 friends on my Facebook. Uh, but Instagram, please, you're very welcome to join. It's uh, Cedric Martinez. I'm, I'm the only one. There's a picture of me when I used to be looking so ravishing. Which you still look ravishing. Oh, baby, trust me, I've been ravished by time, but I was ravishing then. We've so, all been uh, ravished by time. Um, but um, yeah, it was, um, like I said, the, the fans have been amazing. I've had people, I have people trying to help me out of my violent, aggressive situation now, domestic, I'm being abused by my ex-boyfriend. Um, you know, I know. I'm like, I want to talk about like next. I want to talk yeah. about because I have a lot of questions about that yeah. too. So, and next time I make sure that I will go somewhere, find a place where we can talk. Is, you know, he came in. So, can I make an omelette? I'm like, no. This is. I could hear you perfectly, even if he was walking around. That's fine. Oh yeah, but yeah, but I had such a great time talking to you, David. I think thank you so much. Everyone needs to follow you. And like, we'll really set this up again because I have about like another hour of questions. Babe, I'm here at your disposal. Awesome. I really appreciated this and we'll talk later today. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you, Sadrex. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear... Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.